Despite my being there day one, I was a little slow on the uptake when Demon's Tilt appeared on Xbox Game Pass at the end of 2019. I'm going to blame it on my kidneys briefly giving up the ghost during the first half of an MK Don's football match at around the same time. Anyway, once I was out of hospital a week later, and in the brief, usually very late night, moments that my son wasn't plugged into FIFA or Madden or Fortnite on his Xbox, I was very quickly being reeled in by what started as the obviously best occult pinball action game I'd ever played, then maybe the best pinball game I'd ever played, and then just one of my favorite games of all time. It left Game Pass long before I got my own Xbox Series 10, but its appearance on Switch had already given me unlimited access, and 14 months later as I write, it's still often the last thing I do before I go to bed at night. Demon's Tilt is turbocharged pinball and then some, with its demonic ritual-driven story spanning three intense screens, multiple hidden bonus rooms and special modes. It looks and sounds insane, often veering into bullet-hell territory, and the depth of gameplay is just incredible. My love of pinball games might have started with Pinball Wizard on the VIC-20, more here, but it ends with Demon's Tilt. All that said, connoisseurs of 90s pinball games might have just felt the pang of familiarity that took me slightly longer to notice as I was dealing with my lower right abdomen's pangs of exploding. I got there eventually though, with a little help from some kind reviewers, who were starting me on an often obsessive journey, first making various stops on the PC engine, then ending by way of a couple more on the Sega Mega Drive, Genesis. Our tale proper begins with Alien Crush, a game I'd actually played quite a lot of on PC Engine at this point, but had no idea of its lineage or influence, and as obvious as it may seem now, didn't immediately make the link. Alien Crush is a 1988 PC Engine 3 screen, alien-inspired sci-fi pinball game by Japanese developer Compile, possibly better known now for their Puyo Puyo series. And despite being a little dated today by its flip screening, it still plays wonderfully, offering what must have been unprecedented depth at the time. It was followed on PC Engine in 1990 by Devil's Crush, which replaced the sci-fi with the occult, and we'll come back here later. After that little masterpiece, there was a Japan-only Super Famicom sequel, Yaki Crush, in 1992, inspired by Japanese depictions of hell, where I guess the demon Yaki from the title lives. It still plays great too, with more complex pinball mechanics, some really cool graphical effects and a classic soundtrack to drive you onwards. Then for the official conclusion to the Crush Pinball series, we skip all the way forwards to 2008 with Alien Crush Returns, part sequel and part remake of the original for the Nintendo Wii via its WiiWare service. This one's a little soulless, with a lot of the incredible attention to detail of the original game's sacrifice for more sparse big 3D graphics. Move forwards again to just over a decade later, and we're finally up to date with very spiritual successor Demon's Tilt, soul once again intact. At least until it tears it right out of you. The PC Engine Mini, which was a belated birthday present when it launched here in mid-2020, took me on its own ongoing journey of discovery, but I think so far Alien Crush is still what I've played the most on there, it was made to be seen on a great big flat screen. However, as my Demon's Tilt-inspired journey of occult pinball discovery continued in parallel, we come to another mini-console, the PlayStation Classic and it's very easy, non-intrusive modding to play almost anything, including the PC Engine and its Devil's Crush. Devil's Crush, direct sequel to Alien Crush as we've already discussed, is three screens high, but it's now scrolling smoothly into a single continuous playfield containing three sets of flippers. They've also done wonders with the ball physics, 
and in the main the ball feels just like it's supposed to feel. I was instantly sold on the occult theming, which is a joy to behold, full of sinister monks, using skulls and other exposed bone monstrosities, the big vampire snake lady, dragons and hints of flame and all kinds of diabolical detail. Having worked for a Japanese company for just about 20 years, I've seen a lot of Japanese PowerPoint slides, and one way of identifying Japan as the source is that they like to fill every space on the slide with information, white space is wasted space. This game is the same, with not a single wasted pixel of space anywhere in the living, medieval dungeon-styled devil's castle backdrop. There's movement everywhere, with so much just waiting to respond or explode or squelch or fight back at the slightest touch from your balls, and completing the right challenges will open up one of eight special single-screen bonus tables. Get a perfect on all of these and you're in for a big 4x score multiplier, but there's also mega points available for all kinds of perfect shots, like dropping a ball into the snake woman's crown without touching any slime. Actually, landing your balls in her crown regardless is going to give you the game's trademark visual payoff, with each one, followed by hitting the right bonus symbol, gradually changing her from some kind of vampiric sleeping beauty to alien snake monster as you play, then once she's there you shoot her again and you've got another bonus table. Tilt is going to play a big part in scoring big too, with a single tilt direction making it a little hit or miss but it is going to be far more forgiving than in many other pinball games, encouraging its use as part of your arsenal. Another mechanic of the crush games is the last chance, where once you've lost your three balls you've got a spinning something hundred number to stop, if that matches the last three numbers of your score, you get one more chance with an extra ball, so stop at 900 and your score is 427,900, for example, and there you go. There's suitably eerie sound effects everywhere, mixed with more traditional pinball bells and whistles. Ball impacts sound suitably meaty, the plunger sounds suitably mystical, and there's a suitably evil laugh from one of the bigger feature skulls when you lose a ball. We've also got a load of distinct theme tunes, with the title screen playing the pick of the bunch, a very Castlevania kind of haunted house music. Things hot up for the main in-game theme, which does a great job of eventually looping without ever getting annoying and it's high-tempo 80s keyboard rock just hinting at something sinister. Then you're brought back from the dead with the high-score table theme taunting you with a vaguely oriental sound, somewhere in the middle of the other two. Bonus tables also have their own themes, all adding up to a lot of music, which isn't the absolute best of the best on the PC engine, but it's never very far off. It should be noted that there's a bit of censorship going on with Devil's Crush, so make sure you're on the Japanese version to get the original vision and the full occult beauty of this stunning game. Otherwise, you'll be getting vases instead of coffins, which had those deeply offensive crucifix things on, and pentagrams and other such symbols of evil replaced by pretty pointed stars. Getting the right version is slightly easier as we move to the Sega Mega Drive, or Genesis, and the title at the top of this page is also going to start looking less like a typo though we're going to have to muddy the waters of the Crush series even more to get there, which for me is just a couple of original PlayStation controller clicks away. Devil Crash MD, to give it its full name, is the uncensored Japanese Mega Drive port of Devil's Crush. However, it wasn't just coffins that were deemed too much for Western audiences, but the name itself, and America and Europe got the more fantasy-themed Dragon's Fury, which was to all intents and purposes the Western release of the PC Engine game. There's really not much between these two games whatever they're called though, and on any given day I might veer between the larger playing area and more realistic physics of the PC Engine version or the vibrancy and slightly more realistic flow to the game of the Mega Drive version. 
Overall the latter might just pip it at the post though, with its bit more gothic title music, set on top of a more flamboyant title screen featuring the snake lady. More flamboyant is a good way to describe the main game theme on this version too, as well as some of the graphical flourishes like the steam going on around the base of the plunger, more flames and bigger explosions, it's just generally all a bit more bold and in your face. It's also got its own user interface down the right side of the screen, which does result in a comparatively smaller table size, but on the other hand is giving the serious player valuable progress information. What the Mega Drive version does have is some really cool cheat codes. Both versions have a password save system, but enter the right password here and you'll not only have 99 balls, but also your choice of changing the table music to the themes from Thunder Force 2 or 3, Herzog Savai, Elemental Master and more. I believe it's also got an endgame too, where if you score a billion points you'll start a final boss battle, but I've definitely never seen that. And finally, it's got its own sequel. Don't get too excited, the 1993 Dragon's Revenge is almost none of the things we've been so positive about with any of the games we've discussed up to now. Maybe that's a little harsh, but it's definitely a bit mediocre in comparison, with few of its own ideas except overcomplicating the table design, going full-on fantasy and making some dubious attempts at sexing everything up with some very 16-bit bikini-clad warrior women hosting the bonus tables. Demon's Tilt might not be 100% canon, but it's far more canon than this Mega Drive canon sequel. Back to Devil Crash or Devil's Crush, it doesn't really matter, you're going to have the absolute best time with either version depending on your system of choice. It's a stunning-looking, stunning-sounding, imaginative pinball game that still holds its own as one of the greats despite making up the rules as it goes along. Demon's Tilt might have had several decades to perfect the formula, but in my collection at least, Devil Crash, Devil's Crush, and let's not forget Alien Crush, have just about equal billing.